Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Empowerment Place. This is your host, Apostle Valerie Burrell. Grateful, 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 grateful. Did I say grateful? Did you hear me say grateful? Grateful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Grateful to God to be with you all on this evening. Um, it has been a tremendous day of ministry for us. Here in the Bluefield area, we were with Forward Ministries this morning with Pastors John and Amanda Muncy in Tazewell, where the Lord released a word in that house that it was time to be deployed. Hallelujah. It was time for some people to get up out of their nothing place and be sent to do the work that God has called them to. We know the scripture lets us to know that many are called, but few are chosen. And for those who have been chosen, it means that you're going to take some responsibility to go and be about the Father's business, and you're going to go and exercise in that sphere of influence that the Lord has given you to operate in. It means that you're going to be one that disciplines the word of God. The text, Second Timothy tells us to study to show yourself approved, a woman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If you're going to do that, if you understand that you are not just called, but the chosen of God, and that God is in this season, is preparing his sons and his daughters, his ambassadors, to go forth and make an impact in the world. Ha. That's what he was talking about today. I just bless God for, for the opportunity uh, to have ministered, to have my husband with me and my grandson with me uh, end up work today. And, and we just honor God. We believe that uh, it was well received and they're ready to initiate some change and move forward in the things of God. And so to have you, Minister Donna, come on this evening to share a word from the Lord gives me so much excitement. Praise God. And, um, Praise God. Thank amen. You. you know, you and I have talked a little bit, y'all. Donna and I are another one of those connections that God just did. Amen. God did. Amen. Uh, because Donna and I, we don't know a whole lot about each other other than the exchanges that we've had in ministry, but God did something in Donna and I that brought us together yeah. in kindred spirit, according to the yeah. spirit of God, that we've been able to connect yeah. and to communicate yeah. and to sense things in each other without having a conversation. Oh, God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. And so it is with excitement this evening that Donna is with us, amen, to share a word from the Lord from the topic, Bloom and Grow. Now, that right there could make somebody just want to run. It'll make somebody want to sit down and be like, oh, Lord, okay, here we go. I got to contend with some things, God. Oh, God, I'm getting ready to get a review, God. Whatever the case may be, I want you all to let somebody know that we're on the air right now. Send them the link. Tell them that they can call in to hear what it is that the Spirit of God is going to speak to this woman of God on this evening. Ready yourself to be prepared to be empowered. And, Donna, if you're on speakers, you may want to turn your volume down a little bit because we're getting a little bit of feedback because I want people to okay. be able to hear you with clarity. Amen? Yes, ma'am. Hey, is that better? That's better. Amen. Okay. Amen. Go for it. Yes, ma'am. 
Good evening, everybody. I am so humbled to be before everyone. Um, Let's go in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, as we lift our eyes to you to see your glory, we open our hearts to receive your love. We engage our minds to understand your truth. Lord, we give you this time. Please take everything we are so that we may reveal your blessings to others. This I pray in your precious son's name, Jesus. Amen. I'm going to be coming from Amen. Ephesians 4, verses 29 to 32. Do not, let, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other just as Christ God forgave you. When I lived in North Carolina, I lived next to this wonderful lady. Um, She was a little bit older than me. She didn't have any family. She didn't have any children, no one. So my children and I became her family. She taught me many lessons. Um, One of the most I think profound lessons she taught me was about how to stay committed and be compassionate. She had the most beautiful flower garden. If you look at it, if there was a flower in it, she had it. I was just absolutely fascinated with this garden. I would come home after a long day of work, dragging four children behind me and, you know, the first thing you saw was this gorgeous flower garden. And bless her heart, she tried her best to help me grow mine. But for me, it just didn't come that easy. She was a natural. I struggled. Whereas she just did it, I had to go read and study. You know, we didn't have Google back those 20-something years ago. We actually had to go to the library with the library card. That's okay. You know, I was committed. I wanted to know. You know, I just wanted to do my best to keep my little mini flower garden going. Um, one of the first things she taught me about that flower garden was what you call deadheading. To make it brief, what it is is that when your blooms begin to wither or fade and turn brown, they got to go. You got to be removed. So when I first started, my flowers were beautiful and they were gorgeous and they were going fine. Then all of a sudden, things started to go turning brown, starting fade, the colors were fading and beginning to wither. So I had to go about the task of seeking and finding. Every day you you pick, you pull, you pluck, because you want to keep your flowers going. And one thing about a flower garden, if you want a beautiful flower garden, you have to be consistent about it. Because if you don't, the dead blooms are going to just be clinging to the budding plants. They're going to drain their strength and nutrition away from the quarter plant. And they literally steal all the energy that the plant needs to grow and to bloom, beautiful bloom. The faded petals are just versions of dead weight that plant needs to keep growing. You have to get rid of your dead weight. If you want to grow dead weight, it's got to go. You know, I learned through this process that if properly plucked and pruned, flowers will produce beautiful, beautiful, healthy blooms. A couple of weeks ago, I was out in my front yard. My husband gave me a little spark for some flowers. I went out there, and I was seeking, plucking, and picking. And 
just sitting out there, I, you know, I thought about this. I said, you know what, this relates to my life with God. You know, I know that there are truly places in my heart, um, thoughts of my mind, and actions of my will that are nothing but dead weight in my spiritual life. Apostle James put it like this. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives. Humbly accept the word of God that's planted in your heart, and for it has the power to save your soul. That was James 1, verse 21. I promise y'all just hang with me. I'm going somewhere with this. You know, God deals with us at different times. We have to be willing to receive, understand, and listen to the word of God. We have to listen to the Holy Spirit. It's not always about us. We have to take us out of it. Because at the end of the day, I'm a witness. God is going to have his way. We can do whatever we want to do, run around, do whatever we want. You can run, 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 but you still don't have to stand before God. You still don't have to answer. You know, we must root out the ugly that threatens to choke and drain, and we instead we need to plant God's word in our heart. God's word can and it will save us from doing wrong and from making destructive choices. You know, it will save us from mm-hmm. breakdowns within family relationships and definitely from self-inflicted heartbreak. The power of God's word can, vent our, can prevent our thoughts from manifesting into words that are detrimental to those around us and even to destructive to our own souls. Sometimes we will talk ourselves straight to hell. You know, we have to be careful about that. We have to be careful about what comes out of our mouth to others. And, and even when we talk into ourselves, when we get there, we need to go talk to God because he's going to go ahead and take that on up out of us. You know, we need to think. Uh. You know, how often do we need to have a dead head session with God? You know, how many of us have faded blooms that we've been carrying around that just sap our spiritual energy and strength? You know, causing us heartaches and tears unnecessarily. It does not have to be this way. When we go to God to get rid of it, we plant God's word in us, in our center. Then we stand back and we be patient and we watch the beautiful, beautiful blooms manifest from the work of God. It's not us. It's not us. It's God. And these are just a few thoughts that I would like for us to take throughout the week. Us, I mean all of us, Donna included. When I talk, when I speak, I speak myself first because I'm talking to me. He's talking to me, so I'm not going to point out anybody. I'm going to point to me, and everybody else just come on and join in. When we admit our bitterness and we ask God to replace it with the spirit of forgiveness, our love for others will bloom. And that is just true. Sometimes we have to be Uh like, you know what? I'm holding on to this, and I got to let it go. Because it will block you from how you choose to love others. When we confess our jealousy and ask God to help us find contentment in him and the life he has chosen for us, our spirit is going to settle right on down. The things that had you up and had you answered, had you going here, had you going there, God's going to settle that right on down. He's going to send the Holy Spirit to settle it down. When we honestly acknowledge our anger and we beg God to calm our upset souls, we will discover peace. This is personal to me. I lost my father at the beginning of last year. I was so angry, just so, so angry. And I just just could not get, could not find that calm in place. You know, and then I had to go to God and I said, you know, I need you, you got to work with me on this. You know, you got to help me 
you know, grieving is just it's just a rough emotion for anyone. But I bear witness to anyone listening to me, God will calm it for you. He will give you peace. We just have to be a willing vessel yeah. to receive it. When we yeah. stop engaging in conversation about each other behind our back, and we fall on our knees and engage in conversation with God, we're going to find a great cleansing of forgiveness that will scrub and then soothe our tarnished and beaten soul. I'm going to say that one more time. When we stop engaging in conversation about each other behind our back, fall on our knees and then engage with God, we will find a cleansing forgiveness that's going to scrub and then soothe our tarnished and beaten soul. We have to uplift and love each other. We've got Mm -hmm. to. When we Mm -hmm. stop finding fault with each other and instead sweep around our own door, we will break down barriers that will keep us from hearing from God. I'm sweeping around Uh my own door. When we hear someone say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, that should clue us somewhere along the way that someone's words have done some damage. Uh-huh. Most of us, you know, we'll forget a broken bone sooner than we will forget mean-spirited words. They linger. All of us can relate to being hurt by careless or hurtless words. Even words, I know personally, I can remember hurting someone else with my words. And, you know, in that moment, I was instantly sorry. Um, you know, I might have meant it, might have not. It is what it is. Or I just maybe just didn't mean for that person to hear it. And that's a lot of times what it is. You know, we have to be prayerful and mindful of our mouth and get it away from us like runaway trains. You know, it just does not end at a good result. One minute you just send up attention because you got something started. We're blowing and we're going full of gas. And in a flash, that person we're blowing and going about gets wind of it. And, you know, we can say, I was just joking, like in Proverbs 26, 18 through 19, like a maniac shooting flame arrows of death is one who deceives their neighbor and says, I was only joking. The problem is that the person who we hurt may never forget that we have been been talking about them. God's word says that the one who can tame their tongue is able to bridle the whole body. If we pay a close attention to James, Verses 2 through 6, we, I think we all can agree that a tame tongue is one of the most key characteristics of a mature Christian, and that's where I want to be. That's where we all need to strive Amen. to be. Amen. No, I'm amazed that we will allow Christ to conquer every other aspect of our lives before we will yield our mouth to him. You know, left outside the spiritual control, the tongue is a dangerous weapon. And we all know that it only takes a spark of fire just to get it going. You know, words are like sticks. You rub them together. If they're harsh, you rub them together. They produce these sparks. They burst into flames. They catch on fire. Others catch wind. They add fuel to this already burning flame. And then we got this escalated forest fire. You know, it's, and then you become with that destructive game of one-upmanship. Well, you said this. You said that whatever. You know, the things are still being paying. Someone's going to get burned, and those burns don't heal easy. You know, most often not, they result into deep, deep scarring scars. 
We have to remember that our words matter. How we use them matter. The delivery matters. You know, words can build up. They can tear down. They can impart wisdom. They can bring shame. Words can deliver encouragement to a deflated spirit. Words can be a destructive weapon or it can be a healing bomb. Our words need to be a healing bomb. We as Christians to strive to use our words to heal, to build, to cheer, to encourage. We have to be there for one another. We have to. You know, when we invite God to empower us to speak the truth and love, seasoned with grace and covered with respect and sprinkled with kindness, we have the power to heal broken relationships and strengthen others, to stopping them from snapping from under the weight of hurtful words. Whenever we dig up and we throw away anything unclean in our hearts, we make room for God's word to take root in its place. As we invite the Holy Spirit to monitor our minds and our mouths, because our words are a direct reflection of what comes out of within our hearts. You know, and we ask the Holy Spirit to help us navigate and avoid relational strife. Sister, brother, mother, husband, wife, whomever, be mindful of our words. We, we, we have to model to the watching world the forgiveness of God. If no one else, if you don't take anything else away from this, Let's remember this. God is the garden of our soul. He doesn't need miracle growth. He doesn't need extra tools. All we have to do is be the willing vessel because trust and believe he is able and he is ready. In God, we find our roots. He's our firm foundation, and he's where we can all bloom and grow. Having said that, we as Christians, when we respond, as we respond to negativity, we can respond with love. Thank you, Lord. It is a part of your Christian growth. It's a part of the spiritual growth. You don't always have to be Thank right. You. you don't have to use harsh words. But sometimes we have to meet people where they are. I'm thinking back to a couple of weeks ago, my husband and I were at a family function. There had already been some things, and it's it's okay. You know, we wanted to come in, part of the family. You feel you go and you support family. Things were said, you know, and we it was okay. And my husband looked at me, and when this certain family member, you know, said something to me, you know, I thought for a second, okay, I said, you know what, I love you because I have to be the woman God says that I am. And there is nothing on this earth that's going to take me out of being who God says I am. Amen. I have to do what I need to do to please God. Was there a right Amen. person? Was there a wrong person? You know what? It really just didn't even matter because at the, at the end of the day, 
I responded with love. And that is something new for me. But it's okay because I, I'm going to practice it, and God and I are going to continue in this garden, and he's going to allow the Holy Spirit just to work with me, and I'm that willing vessel. I want my garden, I want my heart to be pure, and I want it to be beautiful. I want it to bloom, and I want to grow. Thanks, Lord. We have to decide, are we going to bloom and grow, or are we going to just wither oh. away? The choice is truly really up to us. Mm. My, 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 my. Yeah. 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 The 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 choice is the the choice is truly up to us. That you know, Donna, when when you talk about uh, the bloom and the growth, I've experienced that there are some who think that once they bloom they've met full potential. That as soon as right. the flower begins to unveil itself, that they're equipped now to be used. When actually the bloom is just the process. You've not gotten into your full fragrance. You've got not gotten and been able to release the full beauty of what's inside of you. And so that's why it's really important for each of us to understand the process um, of, of being the bloom and being able to still mm-hmm. grow to that place where you're actually mm-hmm. being revealed. You know, when you see bouquets, when, when somebody sends you flowers, nobody's going to send you a bouquet full of blooms. They're going right. to send you a bouquet full of flowers that have matured, that have their full fragrance, that, that are in a place that they'll be able to withstand whatever atmosphere or whatever takes place, but they'll still be able to endure and allow you to yes. see the beauty of what they are for several days, sometimes as much as a week. But it takes the right cultivation. It takes the right nurturing, and it takes us being willing to accept the right process in order for us to get from that bloom to growing in the full potential of what it is that God has called us to. And when you talk about the scripture that says, don't let any unholy talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. You've got to know, like you said, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And sometimes it's not just what we're speaking to other people, but it's what we're speaking to ourselves about our own situation. Yes, there are times when you may be discouraged. Yes, there may be times when things may not be going your way. But you still have to know who you are in God and understand the power that works within you for the greater good. So even when things don't look right, even when it looks like things are burning Mm. up and your leaves are turning green and they're withering or they're turning yellow, although you may not have the green thumb, you may not have the same anointing, you may not have the same gift, you may not have the same if you understand who it is that God has called you to be and what it is he's assigned you to be, then you're going to make sure that you're going to go through the process so that you can get to that stage of blooming and then grow into being that flower, that garden that's going to represent who God is through you. 
Amen. Exactly. Wow. Yes, I want to be wow. that full, pretty bouquet. Amen. Yeah. 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 Wow. And, and, and you know, you, you talk about that, and, and it, it sort of makes me smile because I was just sharing with one of my um, one of my friends that, you know, my husband and I have been here for a little over a year, and it's not until probably the last two or three months that we've been we've been in the process of changing it from a place that we live to actually settling in and making it look like we, we belong here. <laughs> and sometimes that's a process, that's a mindset. You know, that's, that's growing and then deciding that, you know what, we're going to go ahead and this route because we're going to bloom and we're going to grow here. And so one of my things was I like flowers. But here, the front of the house was nothing but green bushes. And so one day I got I got fancy and got the chainsaw and I start cutting down bushes, Donna. I don't know what I'm doing. Donna, I don't know what I'm doing. I just whacked the bushes down and my husband came home and he looked and he was like, this a mess. You did this and you could make me do it. And I said, no, baby, I really didn't. I don't, want, I don't like these bushes. I want all this stuff to come up. I want to plant something that's bright and visible and yes. I want it to be welcoming. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants yes. from us. He wants us to have a, a fragrance and, and a warmth yes. that when people see us, they're drawn to us by our conversation. They're drawn to us by our love. They're drawn to us because we recognize, they recognize that we're not individuals that are going to be spewing our venom that's going to be causing harm to them, but we're going to be showing them the fruit of the Spirit. Love and peace and gentleness and kindness all those things so that we can aid them in becoming who God wants them to be. And that's what I desire for our home. So I said, you know what? I'm going to rephrase. I told him when we were leaving out today, I said, baby, I'm going to cut down the other bushes. And he said, you feel nice to them because they got bees in them. I don't care nothing about no bees. I'm going to go out there with the chainsaw and I'm going to get the whacking and hacking again this week. Because I have an idea of what I believe God wants the front of this house to look like. That he wants you yes. to be welcome and warm and fragrant and beautiful. The same way he wants yes. our spirit when people engage with us. So that we can help them get to know who God is. Get to know who Amen. is because we are that witness. Amen. Because he is that warm and he is that welcome. And people have to know that. If we don't show it, how else are other people going to know it? Yeah. Wow. We have to show it. We have to be be there. We have to be there. We have to be welcome. Sometimes you have to show your growth. Sometimes you have to be transparent so others can know. You know, God took them through. He's going to take me through, too. Yeah, amen, amen, and he will do it. Bless amen. The Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bloom and grow. Bloom and grow. Go through the process. Y'all hear the minister? Be willing to go through the process and go through the process as the right example of who God is. Don't go through the process messy. I got a, I got an issue with messy people. I'm gonna call it a problem, but I got an issue with messy people who call themselves Christians and they messy. Amen. <clears throat> That's not what God wants in this season. It's not what He wants in this season. We've got a few no, minutes. Just, you know, a comment. Oh, absolutely, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. If there's a question or a comment, you can certainly press one, and we can bring you live. Amen. I want to encourage you all who are in the Richmond, Virginia area. We will be in Richmond at the Master's Ministry on Saturday. The 29th of June for Hear Me Roar, R-U-A, it's time, okay, what's the topic? It's time to uproot and roar, amen. Amen. It's time to uproot and roar. You can still go to eventbrite.com for Hear Me Roar, R-U-A, and register. This is a free event. Did you hear me? A free event. You're not going to find a whole lot of those. And a lot of times people will be like, oh, it's free. There's not going to be anything there for me. No, it is free mm-hmm. because there is something there for you. And I didn't want you to, I didn't want you to have an excuse for why you're not there. All I Absolutely. Do is com and register so that we can have a count of exactly how many people will be there so that we can make sure that we have adequate refreshments booked and other material for you there. But, again, it's this Saturday, um, the 29th of June, at the Masters Touch on West Broad Street in Richmond, Virginia. Hear me roar, RVA. Please go to eventbrite.com and register for that. We also want you um, in the Las Vegas, Nevada area. The Empowerment Place and Hear Me Roar will be in Las Vegas in July. We are excited that we've already had people begin to register for Hear Me Roar, Las Vegas, Fear Factor. The Fear Factor. And we're excited about what God is going to be doing there. God is moving. Uh, God is moving. Yes. I'm excited. I am grateful. I am excited. And I am grateful for all that God is doing in this hour. Amen. And our listening audience, we, we thank you for your consistent support. Uh, if you have questions about the broadcast, broadcast uh, about the ministry, please don't hesitate to inbox me. You can find me on Facebook, Valerie Burrell. Find the ministry, The Empowerment Place, LLC. Or you can go to our webpage, theempowermentplace.org, and find more information about the ministry. Contact information if you desire my husband or I to come and speak at your conferences as motivational speakers, as counselors. Um, we're here, and we're ready to do what that God has called us to do. Amen? Amen. 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 I've got a question, 804, last four digits. Three four seven four. God bless you. Thank you for joining. Hi, hi, Apostle. How are you? I'm wonderful, Father. How are you? I am fine. I am fine. I just wanted to comment on um, Sister Donna, Minister Donna. What a rich word on this evening. Oh my God! Mm -hmm. I just thank God for how. He used her on today. It was awesome. Absolutely amazing. We thank God. Amen. Amen for that. I just wanted, I didn't have a question. Thank you. I just wanted to say I truly enjoyed the word on this evening. Thank you. Amen. God bless you, Father. Amen. Amen. Look forward to seeing you next weekend. Amen. Yes. Amen. Look forward as well. Amen. All right. Bye bye. Amen. God bless you. Impact. 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 Amen. One of my husband's words. Impact. Bless the Lord. Yes. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Well, on that note, amen, uh, we're going to go ahead and close out. Uh, Minister Donna, if you want to close us out in prayer. Yes, ma'am. Our Father, as we've met together at this time and place of you, our God, whose love is freedom, whose touch is healing, and whose voice is calm. We have not met under our own strength, but in the knowledge of your Holy Spirit, that your Holy Spirit abides within us, in our fellowship today, and in our daily lives as we depart. The blessing received is a blessing that is shared in hopes that others may be drawn to Almighty God in which we serve. This is my prayer, and your precious Son, Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Again, listen, thank you so much for joining us this week. As always, we encourage you every day, do something to empower yourself. But once you've been empowered, please take Amen. the responsibility to empower someone else. God bless you all. Have a great night. God bless.